everybody. Welcome back to the second segment of episode 128. There it is. And 128. Golly, those numbers just keep going up. Um, and today we're going to talk about something that I think is really important for people that live in a community. Uh, we're going to talk about five different volunteer opportunities. Uh, I think almost all of these we, we have experienced in one way or another. And there, there are hundreds of thousands of volunteer opportunities out there. And so this is no, by no means a, a rating of any of these organizations <clears throat> above any others. But these are ones that we've had some direct involvement with that we really enjoy. Yep. And the first one we're going to take a look at is going to be Bonton Farms. And Bonton Farms is a unique, unique concept. If you haven't heard the story or you haven't been there to volunteer, <coughs> it is well worth your time. This is one of those rare opportunities where they do quite a bit of volunteering on the weekend. It's one of those events that you need to sign up for, but it's so worth it. We see so many people that are actually down there with their children in a format that really allows for the whole family to give back. So much uniqueness to this. And afterwards, there's a really great restaurant that they have as well. And this was started in 2015 by a man named Darren Babcock, uh, who's still the farm director today. And they started it because the, where the location where Bonton Farms is is really is called a food desert, right. and there are no grocery stores within two miles of that. Um, the uh, they were started as an agricultural intervention to restore lives, create jobs, and ignite hope, and they have done a phenomenal job doing just that. Uh, we have uh, I know Weston and Jason have gone down mm -hmm. and volunteered there a couple of times. Uh, we've been to a couple of other events there that have just been really great. We did an outdoor dinner there one night with, uh, actually with Jeremy Radcliffe and yep. had a really, really fantastic evening. Um, one of the things I would also like to say that, that Bonton Farm, bon Farms uh, is in connection with, uh, connected to is pro uh, providing produce to the Momentum Cafe downtown. Yep. And Momentum Cafe is not on our list today. We'll come back and talk to, about them, but they are another organization that really does a lot of good, uh, a lot of good work with our community. It's a great way to get out. Um, this is the perfect time to get out there and see what's available to work with. Um, they do a lot of light work, but you can really get your hands dirty as well. So mm -hmm. take the time, get on their website, and sign up as soon as you can. Those spots do fill up, and now with um, people being vaccinated, I feel like it'll be happening much quicker mm -hmm. as the days warm up. And our second one today is to talk about the Resource Center. The uh, Resource Center started out in, the, in 1983 and went through a couple of different uh, organizational changes and became the Resource Center in 2013. A friend of mine named C.C. Cox is the executive director there. Um, the Resource Center provides so many different avenues of advocacy and giving and support, uh, not only to the gay and lesbian community, but really anyone who's affected by HIV or AIDS. Mm -hmm. And the work they do has been uh, just, it, it's really been a godsend to a lot of people, literally, in, in terms of being able to provide Hot lunches. David Lee, who is, is on our team for yep. many years, uh, was one of the the cooks that went down once a week and provided lunch, and they would feed a couple of hundred people that would walk in the door every day. Yep. Um, so, excellent organization. They've got over 1,200 volunteers uh, with over 70 full-time employees involved, and uh, just can't say enough about their organization. Absolutely, it's a great way to give back to a community um, that's very near and dear to the Oakland Uptown area of Dallas. And then our, our next one to talk about today is Danim, uh, uh, Dallas Animal Services. I almost said those damn animal services, but <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Dallas Animal Services. It's, you are on it's, fire it's today. my day today, y'all. Um, oh my gosh. 
So if you, uh, given that we just are um, coming through a very locked down area, you probably are aware of the, this um, because, the, as you know, there have been a record number of animals that have been adopted to help us make it through um, the last year, year and a half. This is a great area. It's one of the largest, um, I believe, largest or leads the nation in compassion care for animals um, while finding proper care for them. This is a great way if you're not able to actually adopt but need to have a pet fix. This is a really great way to introduce that. Um, actually, one of our assistants, Penelope, I believe that she did this just to get her fix mm -hmm. on both kittens and puppies. And mm -hmm. so it's a really great way to get in there. Um, animal people are near and dear to my heart. And I think it's really amazing when people are able to help that um, animal that just is so dependent on us for mere survival. Yep. In, uh, uh, 20, in uh, 2020, they had over 24,000 intakes and with an over 90% average permanent home rate. That's great. And that's a tremendous number of that. So yep. jumping ahead to uh, our next one is Dallas CASA. And Dallas CASA is a program that I learned about really kind of through, uh, through accident. And I felt like some, you know, somebody was trying to tell me to get involved with it. Uh, unfortunately, it happened right at the beginning of the pandemic last year, and so I've gone through all of the classes. Now I'm at the point I have to do my refresher classes again to to be able to go back in and work. Um, but the purpose of Dallas CASA is to provide a human advocate for children that are in the foster care system. Uh, this is a person who is the one person that is always there for them, whether it is to meet them at their medical appointments or if it's to come and see them in their foster care home or if it's to go to court and be their advocate because the you know potentially the the, the parents have a, an attorney in this situation and the state has an attorney in this situation and there's not necessarily an attorney there for the child themselves and so that's what this person does as a uh, the CASA stands for court appointed special advocate Yep. And really, really a great, great program, and I can't get, we can't wait to get more involved in it. And I think Cynthia Isigares, which is on WFAA 8, I believe she is actually a big proponent and may actually have been a CASA member at one point. This uh, program actually started in, in the 1970s in Seattle, and then it grew to become, um, uh, Dallas was really where it kind of blossomed, and mm. then once they saw the model that was created here in Dallas, it just it just expanded to all over the country. That's great. And if it's something that is a fit for you, I highly recommend getting involved in that. The one of the ones that's near and dear to my heart is called Camp Sanguinity. And Camp Sanguinity is a very unique platform. It partners up with Camp John Mark and it's children from Cook Hospital that are suffering from cancer. One of the unique things about this is that it's also available to all of their siblings that are under the age of 16. What this does is it really allows the family to actually get out and relax as parents, but also for kids to be in a situation where they're safe and they're actually able to behave as children no matter what their situation may be within limits. It's a great way for us to get out. We go towards Cleburne. It's about two and a half hours away. It takes one week. It's during the week of 4th of July, and it's an amazing, amazing time. I always call it the recentering for my year. Um, we currently are going to be on hold yet again just due to the pandemic and making sure that all the children are safe and that everyone's properly vaccinated before we put these people all back together. 
With that being said, we are already planning for 2022, and if this sounds like something that you would like more information about, we would love to talk to you about it. I sit on the board and would be happy to help you. We are always looking for male counselors. It's one of the things that we always need. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, we would love to talk to you. So there'll be a link, and we'd love to hear from you. And the last, uh, the last thing that we wanted to point out to you today is the website that if you're one of those people who's not really sure exactly what they want to get involved in, you can go to volley.org, create an account, and you can sign up for hundreds of different volunteer opportunities. And the really cool thing about their organization is these other organizations that we have talked about today go to volley.org and say, here are the types of volunteers we need, here's the time commitment we need. A lot of these are going to be very short-term mm -hmm. projects where if you're someone, uh, maybe, maybe you've only got two or three hours a week to be able to do it, but you want to do something, this is a great resource to be able to, to do that. Yep, and I would say that as we all are looking towards what are we going to get out and do, how are we going to like endure the summer, this might be a great time to not schedule a vacation, but look into a way to be able to give back and see how that works with you and your family, and maybe that could be something that could actually become more of a routine. I think that you had... Um, some great friends that they had a standing appointment where was it like on a Wednesday night once a month that they all went down and fed oh yeah yeah and absolutely. so as a family mm -hmm. that's what they always did and it's very interesting because as adults they still have that mindset of that giving back and yeah. I think that that's something that I think we see now more than ever in the current climate how much how important it is for all of us to really give back so if you have any interest in these organizations, please click on the links that are, are down in the comments below. Um, if there uh, are other organizations that you would like us to talk about and, and share, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to do that. Yep. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, we want to be a Realtors for Life.